Hello everyone, the clip you're about to hear is from an exclusive Patreon episode of Horror Queers. If you'd like to hear the full episode, just visit patreon.com backslash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Now, because we use some real fucking naughty language, we are considered an explicit podcast and thus will not show up in Patreon search engine. So you have to use the link, or if you're tech savvy, just Google Horror Queers Patreon and we'll pop right up. Subscribing at the $5 level will get you two full-length bonus episodes on new horror films, two minisodes, and a newsletter each month. Don't have $5? That's okay. We also have a $3 level that will get you the monthly newsletter and two minisodes each month. And without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. I was into the dramatic scenes. I liked watching Maggie bond with these kids. I liked the dynamics. I even like kind of bought into why they would stay with Ma for so long and not realize something was going on. No, because they're no. stupid kids. They're just wanting to get drunk. Uh, um, I thought that she went a little too crazy a little too early. Like that gun for me was... Oh, no, yeah, 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 No, 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 no. I get that. And maybe it's just because I'm also Canadian and people legitimately do not have guns. <laughs> yeah. Being, well, actually, where are they supposed to be in this movie? Uh, oh, I, Ohio. It's Ohio. So it is the North. I was like, if it was the South, it would have been made more sense. Yeah, I mean... I guess, I guess. I also felt like it was a weird decision, a weird creative decision to have her open her house up to everybody as opposed to fixating on these kids. Well, that's the thing, though, because I bought that as like, you know, her, okay, because you knew something happened to her in high school and you knew she wasn't popular. You didn't know what it was yet. So I bought that it's like her kind of regressing mentally to being a teenager again and feeling cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously. And so I bought that. But yeah, like what set her, I guess it was maybe in the middle of the movie when did she realize then? No, because she saw at the beginning that Alex's truck was the dad's truck. So she knew from the get go who he was. Well, and even like the desperate cancer fabrication that she uses to try to do them back, (laughs) which again, like that's where the escalation should have happened. Like she should have lured them back like, okay, well, I've only got this one last ploy that I can use to get them back into my house. And at this point, you know, Maggie and Haley. So Maggie and Haley at that point have discovered that Ma's been stealing stuff and drugging them. And, you know, they don't want to come back, but maybe the boys are already there. And that's when shit goes crazy, right? You don't have it be Maggie telling boring boyfriend, like, no, let's not go back there anymore. And then she gets mad because somebody else's birthday is happening. Like, all of this stuff, I was just like, no, stop it. Just get to the fucking good stuff. I want to see Octavia Spencer go crazy. But but that's that's what I want. But that's the thing, though. So you do that, and I'm going to fucking bring up Greta again, because, and I'm spoiling Greta, so fuck it. She has Chloe Grace Moore. Move your fat! For so long in that movie. And the whole time you're like, okay, so the the investigator comes, and it's like, okay, him. Why are not, like, cops coming looking for her sooner? It doesn't make any sense. And this movie would run into the same problems. If she was doing this, like, it would be harder to suspend disbelief about her being able to pull these things off. Well, no, I'm like, I'm suggesting extend that climax into Mm -hmm. 45 minutes instead of 30. Yeah. I'm suggesting do it over the course of like an evening or get that daughter involved earlier or do something more significant with the cop. Why not even like lure him in a little bit more? Play it out a little bit. Because I don't, I don't need to see that. Like, I don't care about that. Oh, so you'd rather have them hanging around the fucking rock quarry drinking? 
No, I mean, I mean, what it did instead was, I mean, because do you really want to have like a five minute drag out scene? No, I wanted her to kill more people and I wanted her to go crazy for longer. But see, though, that's not what the movie's trying to do. And I, I, I don't think the movie knows what it's trying to do. That, I totally disagree. I totally problem. disagree. No. It wants to be a drama and make you feel bad for her mm-hmm. and make you understand why she is this way by giving her the thinnest of backstories, which to me still works, but only because of Octavia Spencer, because she is selling that shit. Like she is working so hard. Spence, no, Spence, Spence is having a blast. Down. And I, I wish, because I, I, I don't take notes when I watch movies in the theater, but I wish I would have yeah. written down some of the lines that got the biggest reactions. Because there are some lines, because again, it's like this dramatic irony, like you know what's going on, but the characters don't. And so when she says some things, and it, the movie knows it, it is intentionally funny. And it's just, I don't know. And she sells it, you're right. But she, she's having a blast this movie. She wanted to do something fucked up and she got it. Now, could mm-hmm. it have been more fucked up? Yes, you know, outside of fucking doing a blood transfusion with dog blood, but I mean, still. It's placed in that end sequence. It does. Everything is good. I didn't mind that it was all relegated to the last act. I mean, it's almost like um, like uh, Danny Boyle's Sunshine, you know, where it's like deep, like kind of space drama, and then boom, slasher for those last thirty minutes. Yeah, dude. No, that is a way, way better and completely different movie. <laughs> <laughs> You already said earlier, I have it on the record where you're like, this movie's like light and trifly, it doesn't matter. To me, this is kind of like a light, fun-hearted movie. Yeah, that's trying to give you this serious drama about this failing town and these ambivalent, aimless children and this woman who's been living with her trauma for 25 years. I don't think it takes it that seriously. (laughs) I really don't. This episode was brought to you by the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network, delivering your weekly horror podcast fix. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit bloodydisgusting.com backslash podcast network.